Welcome to Reactive. I'm Khalil and I'm here with Raquel. Hi, everyone. And Henning. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, things are what? interesting on the internet today. <laughs> yeah. Very recently. What, what happened? You, you, uh, you said uh, issue yeah so okay so in the u.s uh in the last 24 hours or so a uh a kid in texas brought into school a an, an electronics project that he had been working on hmm. it's a little clock basically and uh the teachers saw this clock and then thought it was a bomb and called the cops and so the cops came in and they asked the kid, what is it? And the kid said, it's a clock. And they said, yeah, we're not so sure about that. We think it might be a bomb. And he's like, no, 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 it's a clock. I, I made a clock with electronics and they arrested him. How old is he? 14. He's a 14-year-old oh kid. Now, it gets further complicated, right? Because he's, uh, he's of, of Sudanese descent. And he's, uh, he's, he's, you know, in terms of skin color, he's a bit more brown. Uh, he is Muslim. So all of these things added together in, uh, in Texas. Uh, and this poor kid is taken out in handcuffs. By the way, wearing a NASA t-shirt, which is wow. just to me like, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> I am so angry that, that this kid goes out of his way to learn electronics, which are not hard, right? It's not, it's not easy. Sorry. It's, it's not easy to learn electronics, especially if you're doing it on your own. At comes 14, into school. Yeah. He comes into school and wants to show off his project. And everyone's like, oh, no, it might be a bomb. It's like, oh, my God. Fortunately, the entire internet has come together and is just like, wow, somebody <laughs> needs to educate these these teachers, these police officers, and I mean, the poor kid is so scared, right? He's like, I'm never bringing an invention into school again because I don't want to get arrested again. Uh, the, the charges have been dropped. Or, like, there will be no charges from the police. But, I mean, it's been such a huge firestorm. President Obama has actually tweeted out. He's like, hey, kid, super cool clock. Do you want to bring it to the White House? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Like At least there's some consolation there. Yeah, I mean, Damn like, it. I mean, this kid is officially like the inventor of of the season. Just every conference is like Google is has sent has sent him an invitation. Like, come to our inventors conference. Hey, wow. kid, come to this thing. Come to that thing. Like, kids, kids gonna be fine. But at the same time, the fact that this happened even in the first place is just I ugh, I can't even. Yeah, as the it's beyond say. sad. I mean, it's. I, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't even know what to say. It's miserable. Yeah, it's 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 so uh, un un like unfathomable. Is that the, yeah? That's yeah. totally just the that, word. That this that this can even happen. Like it's just absolutely. I could have never imagined that that in a real world that this would happen. Yeah. And it just it, it just there's there's a bunch of those things that just in recent. Times have been happening like that with this this whole paranoia thing and racism and ugh, it's just it's just like when I when I see those 
um, when I see those news items, like I just don't know how to like I, I freeze, like because <laughs> and I'm just like this can't be true, and then, then yeah. I go about my day, you know. But then, of mm -hmm. course, this obviously was true because there was so much um, uh, news around it and people reacting and all this kind of stuff. But, pff, man. What I, is sort of the general um, temperature over there now? In, in I mean, I don't know. News media is crap anyway. But yeah. are, are they getting, <laughs> like, are they getting, you know, their butts chewed? Or, I mean, I don't I know mean, what's, what's happening. So, so it's interesting, right? Because right now it's also political season. So uh -huh. it's uh, <laughs> like Hillary Clinton has come out in support of yeah. of this kid, so but Bernie Sanders. That that's that's even yeah. worse. <laughs> I know Bernie yeah. Sanders hasn't said anything, and there's a Republican debate tonight. Will they mention this? Who knows? It's <laughs> just like, oh my god, <laughs> this is going to be ridiculous. I can't wait for Donald Trump to say something horrific and awful, and hopefully everyone will just you know shoot him out of the running. Um, but anyway, out of at, this is not a political podcast. This is a technical <laughs> podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's but I think, a reacting I think podcast. Because it yes. got blown out of out of proportion, hopefully something good for him comes out of it. Because, yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot of, you know, tweets and support. Hopefully some of these will will actually, you know, follow up with actions. And it, it sounded like it was a genuine invitation to the White House, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So. Definitely. I think I – think, I mean, he's certainly getting lots of genuine invitations, and he, uh, he, I know he's, he started his family started up a Twitter account, and I know that they're talking to a lawyer and and everything like that. Uh, but it's just, it's so sad, and it's just, it, it's so demoralizing. Is really the exactly, big thing, yeah. right? Because like, there's so many of us. I give so many talks about robotics and getting interested and and getting started with javascript and like building robots with javascript and and all of that stuff and that's it's aimed at, at any age like you can be a kid at 97 as far as i'm concerned um you know it's, it's aimed at everybody and and it's the whole goal is to just get people excited about playing with electronics and seeing what you can do with some javascript some code and and, and just you know having fun but like if you can't even bring your project to school without somebody assuming the worst. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the picture now. This is just, this is insane to put a <laughs> child in handcuffs. I mean, yeah, yeah. But the? then, I mean, you look at you look at the actual clock, and I mean, I guess if you're looking at it from one angle, you could think, oh, wow, this is really scary looking. But at the same so, time, I would hope that you would know a kid. Like it, this is one hundred percent because of the skin color. I'm sorry. Like this has yeah. nothing yeah. to do with the no. fucking clock. Okay? <laughs> <clears throat> this is this is just idiots just watching TV, and then they have like then and then then on TV there was this brown uh, skinned guy that built a clock, built a, a bomb that had like a tic tac noise on it or something, or yeah. it had you know, and then of course this is a like I'm it's just this so this is. Fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so infuriating. I just like I, I was like you, Khalil. I, I saw it this morning when I woke up and I was just like, no, this can't possibly what no. And then and then as like more reports came in, I was like, no. No. <laughs> I just no. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like like the Hulk, you know, just Hulk smash internet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, but... Just oh. the people. I know. Oh, I know. God. It's okay. You know why it's okay? Because the while there are people who are idiots and have tried to handcuff this poor kid, there are so many more people who have risen up and said, This is preposterous. We yeah. will not stand for it. And you are going to let this kid go without any charges. And we're going to like raise this kid up and take mm-hmm. him to the White House and, you know, events all over the country, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully this kid gets enough scholarship money to take him to MIT or, or whatever, you know, school he desires when he finishes high school. Yeah. Because this this is what we need, honestly, in our country. We need we need kids who are like, I'm curious. I wonder what it would take to build a clock with electronics. That's what we need. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. No, I mean, as like I was saying before, I think for him, hopefully, you know, it's it's. I mean, obviously, it's a hor- horrifically traumatic experience. I can't even. I can't even imagine. I'm just looking. I'm seeing my kid. You know, he's not that old yet, but in handcuffs, I would just. I don't know what I would do. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you know, the sad thing is, is that probably you know, this is going to happen again. There's nothing preventing it from happening again. So anyway, sorry, I didn't want to. Well, hopefully, <clears throat> more crap. There, I mean, this, this. So, yeah, hopefully, the you know, like if if it be- becomes so prominent, and even like the president reacts and Google reacts, like this, there is definitely it can be a little bit of hope that people will not be so quick to do this like that. Or yeah. Some people again, you know, because yeah. there are consequences, and you are you're gonna be um, you're going to be embarrassed. You know, mm-hmm. by the by the yeah. world, hopefully, when this happens again so, uh, at some point. So, yeah. yeah, but you 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 raised an in- interesting or an important point. I think this is the skin color, and uh, that's way deeper. So, yeah, yeah, let's not go there. Uh, no, no, let's not go there. Instead, let's let's table this. Let's all acknowledge we Take are angry breath. about it, yeah. but we are hopeful for the future. And so with that, yeah. on to slightly more mundane things like, I ordered my iPhone. <laughs> wow. That was I know. Cool. <laughs> Everything is forgotten now. No, no, it's not forgotten. It's not forgotten. It's just we can't, we can't simmer in the, in the anger no, for no. too long. And, and, and honestly, it is, it, I think that it has turned around in this way and it just opened up for more opportunity for this boy. This is great. So let's yeah. focus on that. Yes. 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 Fine. That's Definitely. great. And so you you ordered um, your rose gold iPhone. No, actually, I went with the like slate gray. I can't. I can't with the rose gold. I just. <laughs> it's I, terrible. I'm, I, I can't. Like so what's hilarious is that most of my coworkers have ordered the rose gold. <laughs> They're like, no, no, no. I have to have the rose gold. Okay. Have fun with the rose gold. I support you with your rose gold. I'm sticking with the slate gray. I've had a white iPhone the last several uh, iPhones, so I'm I'm thinking I'm going to change it up again and, and go with the the darker gray. The uh, slate you know. gray, isn't it space gray? Or maybe it's space gray. I don't know. They cha- they change the names of their colors. I mean, what is fuchsia? I don't know. What? <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. Okay. okay, that was a that was was me going on to some massive non sequitur. Okay. Um. So yeah, I, I got a, I got a, I got a gray one. <laughs> okay, and so did you get the the sort of normal one, the six S? 
the, no, yes. the small yes. one. I can't, I, I can't do with the 6S plus. Success. Too big. Success so When is this coming? This is like a pre-order thing? So how long do you have to wait? Yeah, it was a pre-order. So it's going to show up while I'm away on vacation. So I'll have to come back to it after everyone else has gotten theirs. <laughs> uh, but it should be coming in not this Saturday, but like it'll ship not next, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. So uh, that, that'll be fun. I'll cool. get a new phone and I'll, and I'll, 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 you know, squeal with glee as I <laughs> unbox it, yeah. you know, and touch it and everything. So Hopefully exciting. the battery life on these is better. Have they, have they said anything about that? It's like, I can't even get through the day anymore with my 5S. It, it doesn't oh, really? charge. Yeah, it's terrible. I, I, I'm pretty good about getting 24 hours out of my 5S, but that's mm. because I turn off a lot of things. Like my brightness is down to like, a millimeter on the little like scroll bar. <laughs> I have like no bright, I have no brightness on my phone. And then uh, I don't have mail auto checking. Like it, I have to open up the app in order to get my mail to come in. Uh, because I'm, 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 I really want my battery life. Uh-huh. So I see. See, I, I just bought I a Mophie walk- juice pack to solve that problem. <laughs> oh yeah. You could do that too. And of course, the phone looks like crap, but I don't care. So, <laughs> <laughs> so and, every t- and every time you hold it to your ear, you have to say, success. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I it doesn't love- work. It's the yeah, iPhone no, success. It's, uh, it's voice activated. Success. <laughs> Maybe I should just go, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because I am successful yeah <laughs> so successful with my iphone <laughs> yes so the oh. six the, the the six plus though is good with the battery life apparently oh okay yeah because it's bigger so it has a bigger battery so oh yeah yeah what? success <laughs> success <Great> plus success. <laughs> it's even more it's than more success. success yeah exactly it's, <laughs> it's plus uh, oh goodness! Pl- plus sized success. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. All right. What else has been going on? Lots of stuff. My goodness. Um, my house flooded today, so that was. Oh fun. no! Yeah. <laughs> I was almost yeah. going to call in sick, but it it all worked out. So. Okay. Luckily, I have a dehumidifier and some fans so i hope everything is okay but um yeah this past weekend ember global meetup happened and uh that was really really neat um ember sherpa put that on um his name is taras don't know his last name but he's up in canada i think i mentioned that and uh, it was really really fun because so there was one lightning talk that was on ember e3 which is sort of a um d3 um well, an Ember version of D3 that doesn't actually use D3, um, but it uh, lets you work with the same type of visualization. And it uses a lot of the the concepts and I guess the math under the hood to um, do the visualizations. So that was sort of a lightning talk. And then the other one was about um, basically things in Glimmer, and and it sort of evolved into a um, a question and answer session more more than an actual talk. 
And so that that was really, really interesting because you gave you sort of an opportunity to look over someone's shoulder um, while he was solving problems or showing things. And uh, just sort of a, a different format from uh, yeah what you usually see at meetups where it's pretty much you know just the talk and then maybe at the end there's some some answers or questions and answers. So uh, I enjoyed that a lot. And it was really funny because um, so he was trying to do this on or he did this on joined in or join me. No, not joined in, join me. Mm-hmm. And um, he wanted to have people actually ask questions live. So he unmuted the 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 participants and he didn't warn us quick enough so i was sitting at the table with uh, my kids and my wife being an excellent parent <laughs> ignoring my family <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but uh, my my uh, daughter was having a conversation with her food so that was broadcast <laughs> into the world <laughs> how did that go i would love to hear that yeah that yeah. was it's it's actually pretty funny, and it got a lot of laughs. So. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That was that oh, was pretty cool. funny. So that was a highlight, and um, yeah, funny. An- another funny thing is is that there's um, a whole bunch of people from the Ember community are there or were there um, attending, and also the two guys from Ember Weekend, the podcast. Um, oh, cool. Guys from Florida. Sorry, I said cool. <clears throat> yeah, and. Um, they um, they had sort of a, a little competition or something going on a while back, and I won a T-shirt from them. So they saw my name in the roster, and they actually gave me a shout-out on their podcast on Monday. But they also mentioned that I'm on the Reactive Podcast, and they had a few nice things to say about that. So that was pretty cool. Wow. Oh, yay! Yeah, more awesome. Reactive shout-outs. So yeah. that was neat. Yeah, <laughs> so um, that was... Awesome. Uh, Saturday evening, and I think they're going to do it sort of every two to three weeks or so. Nice. So definitely something to look forward to. Cool. Yep. Very cool. So it sounds like there is there is actually a little bit of community getting together uh, vibe going on more than... Yes, absolutely. And, and yeah, we, we had, I think, discussed that about, you know, online meetups. How are you going to do that? And mm-hmm. I think he's trying trying and he's going to use a different uh, system next time because i guess meetup.com uh, they don't allow non uh, geographically specified <laughs> meetups it's against her policy yeah so there's oh. this this other thing i forget what the name big marker i think that's actually sort of specializes in um, webinars mm-hmm. so that lets you uh, create communities and it he did sort of a um uh a poll to see where people are from and it really was global they were from all over the place hmm. so that was that was pretty cool yeah nice so oh question so i got a shout out on this podcast i got another one on uh php podcast and uh another one podcast professors i think um so w- that doesn't qualify as pod liberty but is it maybe sort of like <laughs> Apprentice (laughs) (laughs) or grasshopper, (laughs) young Padawan, you have much to learn. (laughs) Well, yeah, you gotta, Raquel. I I mean, that's you have to answer this. This is uh, only you can answer. I'm joking, (laughs) I just thought that would be funny, but no, that's awesome. That's awesome. No, just no. uh, 
now what you need to do is is just actually like, get on the show. Yeah, I know. Yeah, get on the show. There exactly. You go. Just do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's where it starts. Just okay. Negotiating your way onto shows. Okay, then, so so you have to get on Ember Weekend PHP podcasts and post- podcast professors. <laughs> that you can is do the it. Mission. All right. Do it. Go. This is my task. Go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's great to get the shout outs. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always I'm always super curious about the um so uh, the the global meetups. Heading, how did that compare to uh one of the other global meetups? Like did you feel like you could actually talk to more people this time or was it the same sort of thing that you didn't really get the networking aspect? Yeah, you you don't really get the networking aspect, but um, there is definitely more of a feeling of being with other people just because he turned the mic on, even if it didn't work, but that was for technical reasons. You know, he had one or two people ask ask a question, but, you know, obviously if they're all on the same channel, you can't, can't talk to individual people, but, um, it was just the sort of the, I think the attempt that was there that made it feel better or different. It wasn't, cool. it was definitely not like a, 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 just one person talking to many that were listening and had no or nearly no input. It was mm-hmm. definitely more interactive. Nice. Yeah. That's good. Yep. Cool. Cool. All right. <clears throat> awesome. <laughs> Khalil, what's, what's been going on this week for you? Uh, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. It's just been a dull week. Uh, uh, so, so I definitely saw, uh, what I saw is that the daily JS is over. And yeah. since, uh, since July already or so, because I actually, I, 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 um, I found this uh, this cool RSS um, app um, or RSS reader, um, the Net News Wire reader. That's like like an old brand that got kind of uh, reinvigorated and it got released on the on the App Store. And I took that as an incentive to kind of uh, start to put together some some feeds again and and just you know. Um, do some some RSS reading because because kind of Twitter you know for for many people has kind of substituted RSS and for me um, it has done that to um, to a high degree as well but um, but I do actually like the the thought of kind of curating a few feeds and checking them every now and then again and so I went to a few sites and put it together and I went to Daily JS and I realized that uh, it was uh, done basically. So, oh. um, so I must say it was a really great resource and it was really well done. And while it was going, like, I think it, Alex Young, Young is, is uh, the author's name. He did a really great job of just churning out all this stuff and news and putting together links. And he got, he had people recommending links and stuff like that. It was a really good resource for JavaScript. So definitely a shout out to daily JS and, um, yeah, looking forward to what nice. what else he's gonna do. Yeah, do you follow Weekly JS mm-hmm. or JS Weekly rather? I think it's called. Yeah, um, and then there's also the NPM Weekly. Shout out! Uh, I just subscribed <laughs> to that actually. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I just found that by chance recently. Oh, mm. okay. Well, yeah, the the NPM Weekly is put together by your friends at NPM. And, uh, <laughs> Surprise. So, yay. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, I think I think those sorts of resources are really useful just because everything is changing constantly. Like the, the, the joke that there is a framework every week, it's not really a joke, you know, like it, you just never know what, what new is coming out. And then unless somebody is watching and, and letting you know about it, it's really hard to keep up with everything. I think yeah. I kind of feel like, like a daily is a little bit too much work though. Like yeah. for one person, it's just so much work. A but weekly yeah. is doable. But uh, daily is hard. So. Yeah, I don't even know if it was strictly daily, but it was very often. And I mean, for me, it was just, no, I think it was daily. And I think in his um, article, in his uh, farewell article, um, Alex definitely said that he like he really enjoyed writing every day and putting the stuff to the, t together and do technical writing like that. And right. you really have to be the kind of person that really enjoys that in order to keep that up for such a long time. I mean, pff. how long definitely. did it go? Uh, I don't know, but it was, uh, it was definitely a, like a staple resource for JavaScript for, for a long time, at least a few years or so. I don't know. Yeah. I want to say it was at least a year or two, hmm. but <clears throat> uh, well, thank you, Alex Young for your efforts. We appreciate it. Absolutely. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. Speaking of of last things, uh, did you all see that there's the JSConf last call? Yes, happening I did. at the end of the year. Uh, it's kind of sad for many reasons. It is. Do you that's have where any I background? Got my start. Hold on, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't hear that. So, last call meaning that it's going to be the last JSConf. It's the last the last JSConf in the U.S. for at least the foreseeable future. Uh, basically, the, the background story is uh, the, the couple that puts it together, Chris, Will Chris and Laura Williams. Uh, unfortunately, Laura Williams had uh, a, a medical issue that has prevented her from uh, continuing with JSConf. And Chris, is, Chris can't do it by himself. It, there's just no way. The, the, it's such a production. It's such a huge thing hmm. that uh, for one person to pull all that off is nigh impossible. And the two of them make such an amazing team putting together this conference that without Laura, Chris can't, can't do it. So I think this is a much smaller version of the normal JSConf US. And uh, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a really, really fun time. I don't know if I'll be able to make it, but – it's uh, it's it's bittersweet. It's absolutely bittersweet because it's it's been such a staple to the JavaScript community in the U.S. Uh, it's the thing that's that kicked off JSConf EU, JSConf Budapest, JSConf Colombia, JSConf Argentina, JSConf. Uh, you know, there's a whole bunch in in Asia now, and it's all over the place. And uh, so this is really a. It's going to be bittersweet. I know I got my start at JSConf US in 2013. Um, that was that was the first time I I remember meeting Chris Williams at a NodeConf summer camp 2012, and I was like, "Yeah, I used to build robots, whatever." And he was like, "Uh, shut up," <laughs> and put together a talk 
about <laughs> about no about, about robots and JavaScript. And I was like, that seems ridiculous. Why would I do such a thing? And then I was like, okay, wait, I have this really crazy idea. And he's like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and then he he I, I learned later that he secretly told other people. Do not invite Raquel to your conference until she's come to speak at JSConf US. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I did. I got to, I got, I got to, to JSConf and and gave a talk that had a lot of math in it, probably more math than I think most people were were willing to put up with. But they put up with it anyway. And from there, that's kind of how everything everything exploded. I just uh, got invited to so many different conferences and everything, and it's been amazing. Uh, so this is, this is me saying a huge thank you to J, to, uh, JS Conf and Chris and Laura Williams. And I hope the last call goes amazingly well. Mm. And, uh, it's going to be smaller. It's going to be intimate. It's in, it's in Amelia Island, Florida, which is just a, a gorgeous little island off the coast of Florida. And it's warm and it'll be in the winter in December, but, uh, no one will know because it'll still be hot and humid and you'll be on the beach and you'll just be like, this is paradise while it's snowing everywhere else. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, yeah. Aww. Yeah. So, so what was the uh, first talk of yours about exactly? Um, so my first talk, so my, my JSConf talk yeah. was called uh, AI.js and I talked about robotics and javascript and artificial intelligence and what that means and how we can and it, it was basically the first time it was the first time somebody other than rick waldron talked about johnny five as far as i know hmm. um and it was the it was the start of it was kind of the big start of the NodeBots movement like rick had started a few things and and of course chris did as well with his node serial port uh I, I got into the mix and, and the three of us started started the NodeBots movement and we brought on some some friends and, and it just started into this, it turned into this huge, huge, huge thing. Wait, um, was that, was the NodeBots term coined there or where was that? No, that, that, was, that, that was created, that was created before me. I think okay. that was something that, I'm not sure who coined NodeBots. That might have been... Chris, it might have been Rick. It might have been the two of them together one drunken stormy night. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I just know I kind of walked into it and then, uh, you know, helped helped get it off the ground. Wicked. So, yeah. Yeah. So if you can get tickets and you want to go, definitely go because JSConf is like the – it's like the Disney World of of conferences. It's community-run – Really well put together, lots of fun activities. Hmm. So we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. I, I expect nothing but the best. So fun times. <laughs> hmm. Missed my opportunity. I guess it's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. I lived there for a while. Never went. <laughs> oh well, go to JS Coffee U. Yeah, it's in Berlin. Right. It's amazing. I love JS Coffee U. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Isn't that, that's like in a week or two, isn't it? Yeah, it's next week. Uh, next yeah. week. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I would go, except I'm going to be in St. Louis speaking at Strange Loop. 
So if any of our listeners are going to be at Strange Loop, I will be there. And um, is that a node thing? No, it's actually it's language agnostic. So Ah. it's it's about the future of tech and web, basically. Like like there are going to be talks from people talking about Scala and Rust, and I mean I'm going to be like one of the few JavaScript people, but I'm doing JavaScript and robots, so that's why it's really interesting, I guess. Uh, And then, you know, so people are just going to be talking about all sorts of things. It's going to be really interesting. I'm actually a little terrified. I think I'm going to be over my head because I'm not a true polyglot like some other people are. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be like, oh, so what languages do you you write in? And I'm like, JavaScript. (laughs) <laughs> is that a requirement uh, for there? JavaScript. No, there's be a polyglot. <laughs> you don't have to be a polyglot. It's just it's just a very polyglot conference, uh, and I think the 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 people who kind of tend to go to to these specific types, especially Strange Loop, tend to be very very into polyglot. Like they're just super polyglots. Like, oh yeah, well I use Haskell for these sorts of things, but otherwise I'll use Lisp. And you're just like, why? Yes. And then, I put, and then I put the rust into the ruby, and then I <laughs> JavaScript my way out of uh, this town, and then uh, yeah. <laughs> C++ that stuff into the other. What are you? What are your top five languages that you are proficient in? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, uh, English, <laughs> <laughs> JavaScript, uh, and then third would be English. <laughs> I can Spanish. Oh, you okay. can, you can Spanish a little. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, you know. There you go. You'll do. You'll do fine. <laughs> I mean, and and truth, like, uh, I got my start in C plus plus, and then Python. There you go. And MATLAB. Let's it's not forget true. MATLAB. Yeah, yeah. MATLAB's totally. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you can definitely. Uh, uh, you know, like stun some people with that MATLAB stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I need to do is, is find out what the language for the TI-89 calculator is. Be like, yeah, I'm proficient in that. Oh, man. <laughs> calculator programming right here. <laughs> I think you're all set. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's you qualify. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Easy peasy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah. that'll be fun. Nice. That'll be super fun. Yeah. So. so there's quite a bit going on on the uh, on the what's it called Gittins I think isn't there? Oh, oh yeah, yeah the Gittins the Gittins yes Gittins uh, are evolving. So the the um, Ollie is um, is uh, trying to uh, or is, is is kind of teaching himself how to write tests. Uh, nice. Yeah, for for JavaScript in the browser, and he's writing tests for Gittins. And uh, it's yeah, it seems to be going right. very cool. Very cool. Yeah. No, I just um, I saw this. I can't remember where I saw it, but there's this um, this uh, thing called Release It. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Mm-mm. Don't know how new it is, but uh, basically, and this is not just in, in JavaScript for me, but the release process. You know, there's always these things to do, and you always forget one or two if you do it manually. But this. Uh, this thing is in JavaScript and uh, evidently can basically release your um, NPM package or um, anything to GitHub, I guess. Or actually, I guess it does the whole thing because it will read your um, package.json file to see what the version number is and suggest 
you bump it up um, to the next minor, I guess. And then if you don't want to do that, you can modify it or you just agree to it. And it will modify it, um, or it will write your change log based on the git commits that wow. are part of this. And then um, you can do a whole bunch of other, th other things like, you know, running your tests, linting. Uh, you can p compile and build. But then the thing I thought was really cool is you can commit the changes to save the version number and then commit the tag and push it to GitHub and deploy it or upload it to NPM. <laughs> That's so awesome. I thought that was really neat, um, which leads me sort of to the next thing, which is, um, you know, writing decent commit messages for Git. So if you yeah. can actually have your change log auto written from your Git commits, then it would be very uh, well in your in your interest, I guess, to write very good commit messages. Right. Because so, that is such a, I don't know, in where I work is a really, really sore point. But I try to do that. Um, there's um, various, you know, blog posts on recommending on how to do it. And one of the things that I like, and I think you started this conversation, Khalil, last week or a few days ago, I can't remember. Mm -hmm. But um you know, there was this blog post on how to write commit messages, and I think there were seven points. And out of the out of the seven, I think five of them had to do with just uh, the subject, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, then what I found interesting is that uh, Angular actually has this um, this convention that it introduces. I th I don't know how many exactly there are, um, but there's like refactor, new um, fix, things like that. Um, that you can write basically an action that you took, and then in a follow, following that, there is a um, a scope in a parentheses that you you basically specify where in the application you applied this thing, yeah. and then after that, you write the the subject. Yeah. And that way, you can then um, also really easily, you know, grep for various things <clears throat> when you do a Git log. So that I, I started doing that on an internal project, and that's. It's super helpful. Yeah, I find this interesting because um, I, I, I'm starting to see those Angular commit conventions uh, in multiple places. For instance, when uh, André added e, uh, ESNow um, support in Kittens, he used he used those conventions. Oh, he did! I didn't even see that. Yeah, it was it was like he made a, bra a chore branch and yeah. it was like a chore tests kind of scope, whatever. And also I saw it in this. So there's something that I meant to um, kind of look into a little deeper, uh, which I didn't do yet, but I think that might be interesting for you as well. That's a module called semantic release by mm -hmm. uh, his last name is Bönemann. I remember, but I don't Stefan Stefan Bönemann. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> And what it uh, that does, he is also using the Angular conventions in his uh, in his uh, Git um, commits, and his his tool does a lot of things similar to that release it thing, but um, it does it also detects like breaking changes, and um, uh, it kind of uses your your test suite to detect those and it also um uh can abort releases and yeah you can build plugins for it and stuff like that and, and this is this is kind of also 
changing people's workflows for the better. Apparently, mm -hmm. I've seen many people kind of taking on uh, semantic release, and um, which uh, yeah. So I'm and I'm, I'm I want to really look into this and also see if we can use it at work, stuff like that. So mm -hmm. yeah, definitely have a look at that. Seems to cool. be taking off a little. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, it's it's really fascinating to me watching people kind of like figure out how do we make our process sleeker, smoother. Like, I think, I think abstraction is really useful to a point, obviously, but, but especially for things where you're just like, is this a, a patch? Is this a major? Is this a minor? Like, it, it should be kind of obvious, but if it isn't, then... Like having a tool that can just kind of take care of that for you is is really really great, mm -hmm. um, and I'm I'm super excited about this release. It like thank you so much, Henning, for mentioning it because I'm like oh this is great because especially for for folks who like maybe this is their first time uh, contributing to open source or or they just want to have a flow that just kind of works and does everything like goes to Git goes to npm goes to wherever. Uh, runs all the tests like this is this is cool this is really great yeah yeah that's it. a really good point that that makes the the barrier to entry much lower yeah and uh yeah sort of gives you a, some some guide rails mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. very that's very good yeah cool so cool very cool yeah, and I did uh, my first like uh, proper contribution to a big open source project last week. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, which was uh, <clears throat> so, so. What happened was I was wondering what was going on with Gulp Four because we're using Gulp at work, and Gulp Four was kind of announced a while ago already. So I went to GitHub and I saw that there is a bunch of issues. They're still open. It seems to go slowly. And I had a look around and see if if I can do anything. And I offered help in uh, in the uh, like a issue about logging, where they wanna they wanted to get rid of uh, Gulp Util, which is like this utility package that they used to use. Um, and uh, the logging feature of Gulp Util was the only the last feature that they were still depending on. And and they had already everything set up, like the type the 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 logger they wanted to use and there were a bunch of issues opened and like this could, and it was this help wanted tag. So I took that on and I asked some questions and tried to figure out how this would work. And yeah, I did. And I kind of uh, took that on and removed Gulp uh, Util and introduced that whole, this new logger that kind of works with events where you just, uh, you just require the logger and it has like namespaced event system behind it and you can then you know like uh when you say log.info it just fires and you put the message in in the parentheses and you just fire an event with that message and then you have one central space where that then gets logged to console in those different levels and then you can also specify over the cli how verbose you want gulp to be which I don't know if you could do that before, but definitely you can do it. Uh, we'll be able to do it in Gulp 4. So all that, <clears throat> did all that and, you know, got then get feedback from, from the, the, the committer, the, the main committer, um, the maintainer, <clears throat> and went a little back and forth, wrote some tests, and I got to, got to know Lab a little bit. 
while writing the tests and uh that was really cool like i really had i uh, really had fun and it, it was and and it got merged just uh like yesterday or so and that was nice. a pr proud moment for me Woohoo! yeah it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> very cool sweet yeah gulp is is uh pretty big <laughs> i'd say yeah. yeah oh yeah big deal yeah wow very cool. Yeah. So, is this something that you do? Well, like, is this uh, on your on your commute that kind of work, or is this something that your employer is okay with you doing at work? Um, I I do I did it on on my commute mostly, but mm -hmm. every now and then when I was like waiting for a very long npm install, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would I would like take care of a few lines or so. But uh, yeah, mostly it was just uh, on my commute, or even even uh, like in the evening, because I, my my wife was uh, was was on a, on a trip, so I didn't have anything <laughs> else to do. So I did some some of that. It was fine. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Oh, yeah. What, cool. What else is going on uh, in Raquel land? Oh well, uh, I mean, we're 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 slowly inviting people from the beta for NPM's uh, orgs and teams. Ooh. So if that's something that you're interested in, I have it on on uh, good authority that if you sign up for the orgs beta, like if you go into the if you go to npmjs.com/orgs. Uh, there's a, a form there, and if you fill out that form, you will get into the beta. You're like, there's like a 99% chance that you're going to get into the beta before it gets it gets released to the general public. So, if that's something that you want to do, definitely go check that out. We're finding like we're slowly adding people into the beta, just a little bit at a time, just so that we can kind of like. Honestly, you don't want to be the first people in there because there are so many bugs. <laughs> it's so scary in there. It's just like, ah, this is all broken. Oh, God. Um, so as we're getting things, we're fixing them. And the later into the beta you get, the better the product is going to be for you. So it's totally fine. Uh, or you can just wait until it comes up for general release. That's also an option. But that, that might be a little ways away. So if you're interested, definitely sign up uh, for it. Um, what else? The, uh, NPM three is going to be going in, is coming out of beta and going into general, uh, general use starting Thursday of this week, AKA tomorrow. But I think it'll be today for those of you who, uh, download it or download this episode to, I don't know, whatever. Okay. Uh, time is hard. Time, is time, hard. time travel is hard. Yeah. yeah. Thursday yeah. the 17th. By the time you hear this. <laughs> It's very likely that NPM three will be out, uh, and so that's going to be that's really exciting. They've been in beta for a little while. That's the the CLI team has been working on that, and uh, I could not be prouder of them, and so excited for them. And uh, other than that, it's just been a lot of working on stuff and um, things. Oh, I got a question yes, for you on search. What's that? Yeah. Oh, God. You, we had we had touched on that. I think. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Did you hear me? Like, like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Search. Yeah, go right. ahead. I was just curious if, I don't know if you can say, but um, what's the, the deal behind, you know, um, the scope, the scoped um, packages not being in the search? It's probably oh, something. Oh, okay. Thing, yeah, there's there's totally a reason why scoped packages are not in search, and the, it's the same reason why scoped packages are not in download counts uh, either. And uh, the reason for that is we need to add an extra layer of logic because scoped packages can be private or public, right? We want to make sure that if something is private, you don't accidentally stumble upon it, oh. and. Uh, <laughs> So if it's public, then yeah, it's fine, right? Like, you know, Henning, like at Henning slash uh, Express or something. If you just forked it and kept it public, that's fine. Uh, But if you were to have made a private package, you don't want somebody finding it via the search. That would be kind of bad. Uh, And that would be a bad use of your money. So we need to put in that extra logic in place and we have not had the time to do that yet. Um, so, we've been we've been really busy on orgs. We felt that orgs is slightly higher priority than making it so that search uh, works for scoped packages and we're really sorry that we can't make everybody happy with that. Um, that's why. So. See. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> But aren't Otherwise, you then able, or I guess you can then move your scope packages into an org anyway. I, I think that's what we're trying to do or wanting to do with uh, yeah. Fido. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. We're actually, that's one of the, that's one of the things we're working on right now, making <laughs> it so that you can, you can switch from a username to an org name, like just yeah. kind of transfer everything over. And um, nice. yeah. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> so, what do you have to do uh, in order to upgrade to npm three from npm two? Is there like uh, some there one yeah, so, trick you need to know? Yeah. So basically, once it gets released, which, uh, like I said, dear listeners, by the time you hear this, it should already be released. But if it's not, you know, keep on the lookout. Uh, but definitely by Friday. Like sometimes our releases happen Thursday evening Pacific uh, U.S. time, uh, so by Friday for sure it'll definitely be out. Uh, all you need to do is uh, sudo if npm has been installed with the sudo user. Uh, Windows users don't worry about that. Uh, npm install npm g, and so it, it'll just kind of grab the latest. Or if you want to be really really certain npm install npm at uh, latest dash g and that will get you the the latest and greatest npm uh, the only thing that i have noticed in my transition from npm 2 to npm 3 is that if you have a lot of node modules so let's say you're working on a really big project i would go ahead and just rmrf like nuke the entire node modules folder and then npm install everything again. Because the thing is that npm 3 has a flat structure, whereas npm 2 does not. And so it just slows everything down so hard. It's much, much better just to nuke your entire node modules folder and then npm install uh, with your package.json as you want it. Um, if you have npm shrink wrap, that's fine too. Uh, your shrinkwrap.json 
would be even better. Um, but yeah, just delete node modules and then reinstall them uh, because yes. So, but before you do that, make sure that you have you know which packages you want because I know in the past I have not always obeyed Semver and have accidentally installed a a version of a module that was much later, like a major version later than what I was originally working with. And then massive changes ensued or, and, you know, errors and bugs and screaming and pulling out of hair. Uh, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Be aware. Don't, don't use an asterisk uh, as your only version number in your package. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, that's, that's my one weird trick for a smooth transition from NPM2 to NPM3. Um, cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Very cool. Very uh, cool. Uh, shrink wrap, uh, what is that exactly again? It, it, locks, it locks kind of like the, the momentary setup that you have all the versions that are installed in your yeah. node modules. It kind of shrinks, it kind of locks that in so you can install them exactly like that. Is that what shrink wrap does? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Okay. Okay. That's exactly what that does. And one of the nice things about NPM3 versus NPM2 is that if you have a shrink wrap file and then you install a, a new, like if you upgrade a version of a package, it will update the shrink wrap file as well. Uh, Whereas mm -hmm. in a NPM2, if you would run NPM shrink wrap and create the NPM shrink wrap.json and then you would upgrade one of your modules and then you'd have to delete your shrinkwrap.json and then run npm shrinkwrap again and it was just a, a mess. Okay. No, uh, npm3 won't won't make you do that this time. So No, uh, from what I've heard uh, on the from the JS Jabber interview, I mean, it sounds like there it's just like a complete rewrite and like huge mm -hmm. stability improvements and yep. convenience improvements. And then yep. for, for instance also the the way how npm now keeps track of dependencies it does a better job job at it. So if something's missing or you're just updating a package or something like that, or if you have uh, if you have like a branch and and like your package JSON changed and there's a few modules that are new in that package, it does a better job of just updating or just installing those. And uh, not kind of not being weird sometimes because I've realized that sometimes you really have to throw away your node modules um, mm -hmm. if you have like a complex kind of bigger setup of a lot of modules, then you have to throw away node modules or it's often the best thing to do is just throw it away and install everything again. Mm -hmm. So, and I think from what I've heard, it definitely does a better job at that. Yeah, keeping track yeah. of all the things. No, it's a complete and total rewrite. Uh, massive shout out to uh, our our team members, um, especially Rebecca, who uh, who who basically came in and just that was that was her entire task. Mm. <laughs> she just she she came on board and it was like, "You're going to work on npm 3 and she was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that, that was, that was a, a really big deal. So when you see that, when you, when you play around with it, if you like it, send a huge shout out to Rebecca when, org, when, but if when, you don't like it, stay away. When, when, <laughs> when did she, uh, when did she, uh, uh, 
start at NPM? Join because wasn't that recently? Yeah. Because in the beginning it was just Forrest, I think, or wasn't he like the main developer? Yeah, so Forrest is is kind of our, our team lead for CLI now. We now have three people on our CLI team. Okay. And uh, Rebecca joined probably about eight months ago, okay. give or take, maybe maybe even longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, no, it's got to be longer than that. I think it's been almost a year, for, I think, for her. Um, and uh, yeah, so she's she's been on board. She's been working on this thing for like a year. Wow. So. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's been working very close with Forrest, and and Cat is the other member of the CLI team, uh, and Cat's basically been been keeping NPM two up to date and making sure that everything has been ah. you know working well on on two and and keeping the upgrades going for NPM two, but then going forward after this week, everybody will be working on NPM three because that will be the default NPM. So cool. Um, yeah, yeah. So very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, like a year ago or so when Forrest was on Jay's Java, he was always introducing himself. Like his title was so funny. It was like very good developer in charge of NPM CLI or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Titles are hard. Titles are weird and <clears throat> silly. Anyway. Yeah. Do you have yeah. a title? Uh, I think, I think right now, I don't know. My title keeps changing. I think right now I'm, I'm, I'm just generically, you know, software engineer. <laughs> oh, I hope you have generically in, in front of that. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, I should, I should change that. Getting new business cards anyway. Uh, generically software engineer. I think that's generic great. Generic software engineer. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm trying not to to tie myself too much to. I mean, that said, no one can ever take away the uh, employee number one. So I can't right. really put that. I can't put yeah. that on my business card. And be like, of course oh, yeah. you can. No, I'm not. You must. That. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Employee number one, success. <laughs> I'll put that on my iPhone. Look, look, my iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, titles is a funny thing. Like, uh, they're you know bullshit, not important, and all that. But it depends. Kind of, it depends on the context because. Sometimes when you are working in a big company, titles are directly kind of tied to um, your 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 salary and yeah. your kind of you know the things that you actually work on, stuff like that. So in that case, I'm I'm happy to take the title if it helps me, you know, in right. in those two areas. So, right. but yeah, titles I are think, weird. I think if you're like director or VP or something. If it's a small company, a director, a VP, a CXO or whatever, those are those are good titles to have. Mm. If you're at like a bank with hundreds of thousands of people and like 10 like a thousand VPs or something and then you have like the senior VP and the executive VP and you're just like all right, this means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But who knows? I mean, I don't know. I think I think it, it, it in those big companies, it definitely has something to do with how much money you make and stuff like that. So yeah. in that case, it means something to the person. It do- doesn't necessarily mean anything about your skill or so. Right. You know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's it's always just it directly relates. Like it has it has some for me. It's always like what does it what does it help me personally in my situation at my job, and mm-hmm. kind of what how does it kind of define my responsibilities. Or, you know, help me to get more money or I don't know. 
that's fine, but it doesn't necessarily uh other than that, I mean who cares? Yeah. It doesn't necessarily also mean anything outside of that company. Yeah, exactly. Companies have yeah. their own little thing and exactly. like whatever. You yeah. Know? And yeah. in the company it's well defined. There's an understanding yeah. and then um yeah, exactly. And out and outside of that it's just like especially in software engineering, there is so much so many different titles seem to have yeah, no yeah. idea what that really means. Senior Angular 2 developer. <laughs> senior, let's just keep it at Senior Angular. Senior. No, that's the thing. It's like, you can't be Senior Angular 2. It's not even out yet. No, no, I mean just, yeah, or Angular, just Senior Angular. Like, and you're just like, everywhere you are, you have to like stand, sla stand slanted <laughs> or something. <laughs> but you have to be very good at it because you're senior. You exactly. know? <laughs> nice. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Very I think angular. it's time to wrap up a little bit, but I want to give shout outs to our latest and greatest Slack members. Um, there's a few now. I know there's a few. There's so. So I took note of. Uh, we have to. We forgot Roberto last time. Okay. So we have to shout out Roberto. Roberto. Yeah. Uh, Roberto. 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 <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Dr. Logout, I believe, is yes. new. <laughs> Code Monkey is also Monkey. is also new. So oh, man, I don't have been on Slack all day. When did all this happen? Uh, Ed recently, last week. Yeah. Oh. And also today, um, so what? What was his name? Geek something. Robbie the Geek. Robbie the Geek. Robbie the Geek. Yeah. Welcome and big ups. Yeah. All around. And I I don't know. Oh oh, and Mary Ulmer. Mar Mario, Mario Ulmer. Mario Ulmer. Mario yes. Ulmer. That, that is a much better way of separating that name. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I never know. I mean, at least Code Monkey had the decency to put an underscore. So. <laughs> you know, because otherwise it'd be like Code Monkey. Code Monkey. That's so true because if, yeah, you don't Kodamon. know where to separate that. Code Monkey. Yes, exactly. Right. Code Demon Key. Anyway. Yeah. So Mario, yeah, Italian. That's. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think. Honestly, friends on Slack, if we forget to give you a shout out, just ping us. Be like, you forgot me. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and then complain. We'll complain. Yeah. And then I will send you a, a picture of a new emoji that I'll make up just for you. Mm. That's what I'll do. And as a. Oh, and a new uh, recipe. We have a new recipe by our uh, very own Henning. Ah, yes. Sun Sunday waffles, yes. Sunday waffles, even. Waffles. <laughs> oh, I should put in my, my recipe for Sunday pancakes. Yes. You should. You should. And your yeah. guacamole. Yeah, <laughs> guacamole. <laughs> my guacamole is totally different from anybody else's guacamole because I don't like cilantro. Also well, that's why you should put it in. Coriander. Yeah. Yeah, I should. I should. You don't like cilantro. Hmm. Oh gosh, yeah, no! My it wife tastes can't stand it, it either. Really? It tastes like yeah, soap. It. It's it's a genetic thing. It's what that people is say. Yes. She says the same thing. Yeah. Yep. yep. It's a genetic thing. We are we are the ten percent <laughs> of the world. Yeah, isn't that like a super taster? Like you have it, that, you have that problem with other things too. Um. So apparently, Belgian style wheat beer hmm. uses coriander, and I've never liked Belgian style wheat. Like. 
Hefeweizens like are great. I love them, but Belgian style wheats, I'm just like, uh, these are gross. Wow, Did anybody drink this? And it's because of the coriander. But then you have you know people who love cilantro. They're just like, this is the most amazing like leaf herb thing I've ever had in my life, and they're just like, give it all <laughs> to me. And I'm just like, you do realize you're basically doing the equivalent of taking hand soap. And just pouring it all <laughs> over your meal when you do that. It's just so gross to me. Yeah. Um, I, I love so, it. yeah, it's just a weird genetic taste thing. I know some people have it for celery or uh, some cabbages or things like that. The grapefruit is always sour to me. You can take the sweetest grapefruit and give it to me, and I'll still think it's sour. So, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like Weirdness. grapefruit. I love grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You're you're allowed. I'm allowed. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's totally fine. <clears throat> oh yeah, and uh, and just uh, a little side note. Where uh, I forgot to mention that at the podcast shoutouts, when um, the touring incomplete people were um, were on the Changelog podcast, they were talking about you know like I think they they asked them what what's your favorite episode? What you know? How do you podcast how do you record and all that stuff and at some point they mentioned their interview podcast that they did and they mentioned and yeah and then we had uh raquel from the reactive podcast and that was cool but it kind of it was just like kind of uh like on the side note uh, thing and it was uh just a little uh blip and was gone again but uh, I thought it was cool that he said uh, Raquel from the Reactive Podcast and not Raquel from NPM. <laughs> oh, yay! That's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> yeah. My little podcast is getting known. Hey, yeah. Share this podcast with all of your friends. Share the podcast with all of your friends. I mean, we're just doing it for fun. It's totally cool. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Fido found no new reviews this week. Aww. I just ran him or let him run or her. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See um, Fido run. <laughs> we are also not asking for re- reviews anymore. So let's ask for reviews. Yeah. Reviews. That's yeah, right. We have a bunch of new members. So um, obviously you seem to like what we're doing. So please go on iTunes and uh, leave us a review. That would be awesome. Yeah. And come join us in our Slack channel. We now have 22 people. Hanging out in our wow. Slack channel. And uh, so once upon a time, it was just me, Khalil, and Henning. And <laughs> yep. it's just the three of us. And we're like, la, 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 la. And then people started coming together. And it was really exciting and fun. So come join us. Uh, it'll be a good time. But okay. I think, we've, I think we've, we've used up our listeners' time at this point. So we should probably say goodbye. Sounds like a good idea. okay so show notes uh, are at reactive.audio and the twitter account is at reactivepod and I am at tinymodules and Raquel yeah and uh, I'm rockbot on twitter and I'm really responsive on slack so just come chat say hi I am hgladdergots on twitter and I'll see you guys next week bye Bye.